and welcome to Whimsies of a Nerd Girl podcast. Uh, this is the first episode, and um, it, you're all going to be new, so welcome to the podcast. Um, this has been a long time in the making. I've been, you know, thinking up ideas, what I wanted to, you know, share with you guys, and, well, I finally got the courage and hit record. So here we are. And if you would like to subscribe, um, please go ahead and do so. Um, I will be sharing future podcasts and it's going to be mainly like bookish news, events, things going on in the book community, you know, tips, ideas, that kind of thing. So if you think that is up your alley, please go ahead and subscribe and just listen on to hear the latest book releases um, for the YA and adult genres. Um, That is mainly what I focus on is the YA genre, but I will also be going over adult and some new adult. Um, I feel like there's not a lot out there, but uh, if I come across it and it fits the genres that I like to cover, which is like sci-fi, fantasy, historical fiction, um, that kind of thing. So um, without further ado, let's just dive in. So to make this easier for you guys to follow along, all of my books on this list are alphabetical. So If at the end of the show you want to go back and you thought there was a book that really sounded interesting and you want to add it to your Goodreads list, etc., I will list all these books in the show notes and I will also include a Goodreads link to them. So if you wanted to add those to your bookshelf, you can go ahead and do that after you're done listening to the podcast. All right, so the first one I have on the list is called After Always by Barbara J. Hancock, and it is published by Entangled Teen, and it will be released on August 1st, which by the time this is out, it will already be passed, so it will already be published. And it is a YA gothic thriller uh, slash, you know, musical romance. Um, It kind of makes me think of the movie Raise Your Voice. I'm not sure if you're familiar with that movie, but it it was a movie, um, I don't know, back in the 2000s. I have no idea when it came out. And it had Hilary Duff in it, and, you know, it was a story of basically her and her brother, you know, went out to a concert. I think it was, like, as a birthday gift to her. And, you know, I think they're writing on their way back, which I'm not sure if he was underage driving. I think it was just without permission. But anyways, he gets into an accident, you know, he dies, and then, you know, she's going through all, you know, mourning over him, over her brother. And then she is sent to a music school, but uh, before I, you know, get it all into it, um, 
or actually, I'm not going to get into it. That would be a really long story. But anyways, it kind of is similar to that story. Um, but it was only with, only this is the main character and her boyfriend passed away. But anyways, let me go ahead and just read the description to you. So Lydia Lee's life ended when Tristan died. At least that's how it felt. Sure, they had problems, and he could be a little intense at times, but he'd loved her. He was the Romeo to her Juliet, and now he was gone. When her parents get her to agree to a summer across the country with a music teacher who runs an inn, Lydia agrees, but it's different than what she's expected. There's something else there, something that feels a lot like Tristan, but that's impossible right? Then there's Michael Malone, the quiet guy who's Tristan's opposite in every way, and Lydia can't help but be drawn to him in whatever the house is hiding. And that's the end of the description. So if you like haunted ghost stories, um, this is something you should put on your TBR. And... Our next book is, okay, Um, this one I'm actually really psyched about. Um, I have not bought any of these books that are on this list, but this is one I would really consider buying. Um, It is The Boneless Mercies by April Genevieve Tachok. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. But anyways... It is published by Farrar, Strauss, and Jirox, BYR, and it is coming out on October 2nd, and basically this is a YA dark fantasy slash horror slash Beowulf mythology retelling. So I'm not sure if you had read this back in high school, I'm not sure how old you are, but um. Back in my day, when we were in high school, we read this story, and I can't really remember the complete storyline, but, you know, they go after this beast, and, you know, it's a whole, one of, like, the first real epic stories, I think, in our history. Um, I I mean, it's fictional, obviously, but, um, you know, it's that, but... Instead of the men going after the monster, it's, you know, this gang of girls. And anyways, let me read the blurb. It is a dark standalone... (laughs) It is a dark standalone YA fantasy about a band of mercenary girls in search of female glory. Frey, Ovi, Juniper, and Runa are the boneless mercies. Girls hired to kill quickly, quietly, and mercifully. But Frey is weary of the death trade and, having been raised on the heroic sagas of her people, dreams of a bigger life. When she hears of an unstoppable monster ravaging a nearby town, Frey decides this is the Mercy's one chance out. The fame and fortune of bringing down such a beast would ensure a new future for all the Mercies. In fact, her actions may change the story arc of women everywhere. Okay, next on the list, this one actually, I kind of 
you know, am intrigued by. It is called Damsel by Ilana K. Arnold, and it is published by Balzer and Bray and will be coming out on October 2nd. And this one is also a YA dark fantasy, and it is a fairy tale retelling of Sleeping Beauty. And just to forewarn you guys, there are triggers in this book of sexual abuse, rape, mental and physical abuse, suicide and self-harm, and animal harm. So if any of those things um, you're really wary of reading, um, I would not put this on your to-be-read, and I would just skip over it. And anyways, this book is described as, The right has existed for as long as anyone can remember. When the prince who will be king comes of age, he must venture out into the Greylands, slay fierce dragon, and rescue a damsel to be his bride. This is the way things have always been. When Amma wakes Amma, 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 I'm not sure how to pronounce that, but anyways, when Amma wakes in the arms of Prince Emery, however, she knows none of this. She has no memory of what came before she was captured by the dragon or what horrors she has faced in its lair. She only, she knows only this handsome prince, the story he tells of her rescue and her destiny to sit on the throne beside him. Emma comes with Emery back to the kingdom of Harding, hailed as the new princess. Welcome to the court. However, as soon as her first night falls, she begins to realize that not all is as it seems, that there is more to the legends of the dragons and the damsels than anyone knows, and that the greatest threats to her life may not be behind her, but here in front of her. Okay, next on the list is Dry by Neil Schusterman and Gerard Schusterman, and it is published by Simon & Schuster Books for Young Readers, and is also coming out October 2nd. And this one is a YA sci-fi fantasy dystopia, um, also apocalyptic, survival, you know, that kind of thing. And the back of the book reads, the drought, or the tap out, as everyone calls it, has been going on for a while now. Everyone's lives have become an endless list of don'ts. Don't water the lawn. Don't fill up your pool. Don't take long showers. Until the taps run dry. Suddenly, Alyssa's quiet suburban street spirals into a war zone of desperation. Neighbors and families turn against each other on the hunt for water, and when her parents don't return and her life and the life of her brother is threatened, Alyssa has to make impossible choices if she's going to survive. Alright, and our next book is called An AZ Death by Charlene Harris. And it is published by Saga Press and is available October 2nd. And this one is not YA, it is an adult fiction, and it's a Western historical modern reimagining. And this one's description is, 
from the number one New York Times bestselling author of the Suki Stackhouse series and the inspiration behind HBO's True Blood comes an electrifying new thriller centered on a young gunslinging mercenary, Lizbeth Rose. Set in a fractured United States in the southwestern country, now known as Texoma, this is a world where magic is acknowledged but mistrusted. Battered by a run across the border to Mexico, gunslinger Lizbeth Rose takes a job offer from a pair of Russian wizards. She may be young, but Gunny Rose has acquired a fearsome reputation, and the wizards are at a desperate crossroads, even if they won't admit it. They're searching frantically to locate the only man whose blood they believe can save their sar's life. As the trio journey through an alternate America, they are set upon by enemies. It's clear that a powerful force does not want them to succeed in their mission. Lizbeth Rose is a gunny who has never failed a client, but her oath will test all of her skills and resolve to get them all out alive. And yeah, I've really been wanting to read westerns. I never really have before. And uh, this one just sounds really interesting. The fact that it's a historical reimagining just kind of, you know, puts it higher up on my radar. Oh, I, you know, I did not completely fill out that description with you guys. So it ends with the Dark Tower meets True Blood in this gritty and wildly entertaining tale of Gunny Rose a woman fighting unimaginable odds to keep her people alive after the disintegration of America. This is a surefire hit for fans of The Walking Dead or Westworld. Which actually, that it kind of gave me that vibe the first time I read the description. And I have never watched Westworld. And I have watched The Walking Dead up to a certain point. But anyways, so... If you like that kind of thing or into Western dystopian novels, you should definitely, you know, put this one on your list. All right, so next up, I'm not sure if a lot of people have heard of this one coming out. Um, It is part of a popular series, but I didn't really hear much about it, so... um, It is The Gentleman's Guide to Getting Lucky, and it is The Montague Siblings One and a Half by Mackenzie Lee. Um, I'm not sure who published it. I'm assuming it's um, by the same publisher who did her other books, but I'm not sure. I couldn't find one online. And this one came out October 2nd, and if you're familiar with the series... Um, you know, this one is also YA action adventure, historical fiction, rom-com, um, LGBT, and, um, it's not a long book. It's only 54 pages, and they offer it as an e-book, and, you know, it's just a short snippet of a story, and it is, um... Uh, or the blurb is, in The Gentleman's Guide to Getting Lucky, Monty's epic grand tour may be over, but now that he and Percy are finally a couple, he realized there's, there is something more nerve-wracking than being chased across Europe, getting together with the person you love. Will the romantic allure of Santorini make his first time with Percy magical, or will all the antipas- 
or all the <laughs> or will all the anticipation and build up completely spoil the mood so if if you're really in love with that series you can feel free to search for that um for some reason i could not find it in a lot of places online i thought i had found it on barnes and noble um i will include you know the link for goodreads to that um and possibly you know they'll have links to it there all right, next up is Grave Mercy, and it is a His Fair Assassin number one, um, part of a series by Robin Lefevers, and it is published by Hofton Mifflin Harcourt, and uh, it is also being released on October 2nd, and this was actually originally published um, back in April of 2012, so you may have already read this. If not, um, go ahead and just listen to the description. And it is also a YA fantasy historical romance. And the blurb reads, Why be the sheep when you can be the wolf? 17-year-old Ismay escapes from the brutality of an arranged marriage into the sanctuary, into the sanctuary of the convent of St. Mortain, where the sisters will still serve the gods of old. Here she learns that the god of death himself has blessed her with dangerous gifts and a violent destiny. If she chooses to stay at the convent, she will be trained as an assassin and serve as a handmaiden to death. To claim her new life, she must destroy the lives of others. Ismay's most important assignment takes her straight into the high court of Brittany, where she finds herself woefully underprepared not only for the deadly games of intrigue and treason, but for the impossible choices she must take, or must make. For how can she deliver death's vengeance upon a target who, against her will, has stolen her heart? Alright, um, our next book is called Grim Lovelies by Megan Shepherd. And this one is also published by Huffton Mifflin Harcourt and being released October 2nd. And this one is a YA dark urban fantasy. Um, and I, I'm not sure, but I think it's like a fairy tale slash folklore genre. And um, if you're into, you know, the darker fantasies... Um, the author, Megan Shepard, she also has a lot of other books out that have that vibe to them. So if that's up your alley, I would go check her out on Goodreads. And Grim Lovelies it has the description as 17-year-old Anouk envies the human world, where people known as pretties lavish themselves in fast cars, high fashion, and have the freedom to fall in love. But Anouk can never have those things, because she is not really human. Enchanted from animal to human girl and forbidden to venture beyond her familiar Parisian prison, Anouk is a beastie. Destined for a life surrounded by dust bunnies and cinders, serving Mata Vitora, the evil witch who spelled her into existence. That is, until one day she finds her mistress murdered in a pool of blood, and Anouk is accused of the crime. 
Now the world she always dreamed of is rife with danger. Pursued through Paris by the underground magical society known as the Haut, Anouk and her fellow beasties only have three days to find the real killer before the spell keeping them human fades away. If they fail, they will lose the only lives they've ever known. But if they succeed, they could be more powerful than anyone ever bargained for. From New York Times bestselling author Megan Shepard, Grim Lovelies is an epic and glittering YA fantasy. Prepare to be spellbound by the world of Grim Lovelies, where secrets have been long buried, friends can become enemies, and everything, especially humanity, comes at a price. Okay, so next we have Kill the Queen, which is a first of a series called Crown of Shards by Jennifer Estep. And this one is published by Harper Voyager and is also out October 2nd. And this one is not YA, is an adult high fantasy. And the blurb reads... Gladiator meets Game of Thrones, a royal woman becomes a skilled warrior to destroy her murderous cousin, avenge her family, and save her kingdom in this first entry in a dazzling fantasy epic from the New York Times and USA Today bestselling author of the Elemental Assassin series, an enthralling tale that combines magic, murder, intrigue, adventure, and a hint of romance. In a realm where one's magical power determines one's worth, Lady Everlay's lack of obvious ability relegates her to the shadows of the royal court of Bologna, a kingdom steeped in gladiator tradition. Seventeenth in line for the throne, Evie is nothing more than a ceremonial fixture, overlooked and mostly forgotten. But dark forces are at work inside the palace. When her cousin, Vasilia, the crown princess, assassinates her mother, the queen, and takes the throne by force, Evie is also attacked along with the rest of the royal family. Luckily for Evie, her secret immunity to magic helps her escape the massacre. Forced into hiding to survive, she falls in with a gladiator troop. Though they use their talents to entertain and amuse the masses, the gladiators are also highly trained warriors skilled in the art of war, especially Lucas Sullivan, a powerful major with secrets of his own. Uncertain of her future, or if she even has one, Evie begins training with the troop until she can decide her next move. But as the bloodthirsty Vasilia exerts her power, pushing Bologna to the brink of war, Evie's fate becomes clear. She must become a fearsome gladiator herself and kill the queen. Okay, next up is also another book in the Montague Siblings series, and it is called The Lady's Guide to Petticoats and Piracy, um, also by Mackenzie Lee, published by Catherine Tegan Books on October 2nd. And this one, um, I'm not sure if you're familiar with the series. I have not read it yet. I know, I know. Please don't hunt me down. Um, but this one actually takes place from his sister's point of view. And let me just go ahead and read the blurb. 
Felicity Montague is through with pretending she prefers society parties to books about bone setting, or that she's not smarter than most people she knows, or that she cares about anything more than her dream of becoming a doctor. A year after her, or a year after an accidentally whirlwind tour of Europe, which she spent evading highwaymen and pirates with her brother Monty, Felicity has returned to England with two goals in mind. Avoid the marriage proposal of Callum Doyle, a love-struck suitor from Edinburgh, and enroll in medical school. However, her intellect and passion her intellect and passion will never be enough in the eyes of the administrators who see men as the sole guardians of science. But then a small window of hope opens. Dr. Alexander Platt, an eccentric physician that Felicity idolizes, is looking for research assistance. And Felicity is sure that someone as forward-thinking as her hero would be willing to take her on. However, Platt is in Germany preparing to wed Felicity's estranged childhood friend, Johanna. Not only is Felicity reluctant to opening old wounds, she also has no money to make the trip. Luckily, a mysterious young woman is willing to pay Felicity's way, so long as she's allowed to travel with Felicity, disguised as her maid. In spite of her suspicions, Felicity agrees, but once the girl's true motives are revealed... Felicity becomes part of a perilous quest that will lead her from the German countryside to the promenades of Zurich, to secrets lurking beneath the Atlantic. Alright, so our next book is called The Last Dragon Princess by Cynthia Payne, and this is a self-published book, and also comes out October 2nd. And this one is a YA sci-fi fantasy romance, um, and just by the title you can tell it is a high fantasy. And the book is described as, Her birth was an act of treason, but now she's their last hope. Born with the marks, she must choose the next king, and stand against the gods, on this world, the created have turned against their creators. War has raged for generations. The creators fight to regain their power over the Hisgay, and the Hisgay strive to escape enslavement and claim the world as their own. Some Hisgay are born with intricate, branching red marks on their backs. The marked men are called shifters and can transform into dragons with magical abilities specific to their caste. The female marked are called breeders and are treated as royalty amongst the Hiske. Danu is one such breeder, though her markings came with a steep price. She has recently come of age, and in order to become queen, the council has commanded her to choose a mate to be her king. Danu is of the last generation of Hiske, with any hope to defeat their would-be enslavers. With time running out, she must navigate the heated political climate, learn what it means to be a marked member of the lowest caste, decipher the complex and torrid history of the war between the Hisge and the creators, differentiate between outright lies and mere twisted stories of ancient legend, fight alongside a flock of dragon shifters against powerful aliens believed to be immortal gods, Deal with a rogue shifter whose body bears unusual scars 
and unite with a mate to decide on the future of her people. Seems easy enough, except she only has two weeks to do it. The last dragon princess follows Danu as she seeks to lead her people, find her place, and choose a love to balance her as she takes the throne. Vans of dragon shifter fantasy, reverse harams, Greek mythology, and fast-paced adventures loaded with romance and political intrigue will love this unexpected and one-of-a-kind epic novel. This is a standalone novel with no cliffhangers. All right, so the next one on the list, I am actually kind of excited to tell you about. Um, I'm sure a lot of people have heard about this. Um, I feel like they didn't really throw it out there in the news a lot, but I wanted to list it because it is by one of my favorite authors, by Holly Black, and it is published by Novel, aka Little Brown Books for Young Readers. And it is also coming out October 2nd, and it is called The Lost Sisters. So, if you have been keeping up on all the big popular books coming out lately, or this year, I should say, um, you'll know this is a, um, I don't know if you want to call it a spinoff. Um, it is, you know, the story of her sister, the sister of the main character, in um, The Cruel Prince, which has the sequel, The Wicked King, coming out in, I believe, January? But um, anyways, um, so if you're trying to, like, hold off and, you know, you're getting antsy about the next one coming out, you should go ahead and read this. Although, um, as far as I know, it is only in um, the format of an ebook. Um, I don't believe they came out with a physical format for this book, but... Um, you can go ahead and buy it as an ebook. And the blurb reads as While Jude fought for power in the court of Elfame against the cruel Prince Cardin, her sister Taryn began to fall in love with the trickster Locke. Half apology and half explanation, it turns out that Taryn has some secrets of her own to reveal. The Lost Sisters is a companion in Companion E. Novella to the New York Times bestselling novel The Cruel Prince by master writer Holly Black. Okay, next is A Map of Days, which is the fourth book in the Miss Peregrine's Peculiar Children series. And it is by Ransom Riggs and published by Dalton Books for Young Readers and also is coming out October 2nd. And if you don't know this series, um, I'd be kind of surprised, but if you don't, um, it is a YA urban fantasy, um, you know, paranormal type series. And it is described as the number one best-selling series returns with a thrilling new story arc set in America. Excuse me. Um, Vintage photographs reveal that the never-before-seen world of peculiar America with a stunning addition, full-color images. Having defeated the monstrous threat that nearly destroyed the peculiar world, Jacob Portman is back where his story began, in Florida. Except now, Miss Peregrine, Emma, and their peculiar friends are with him and doing their best to blend in. 
but carefree days of beach visits and normaling lessons are soon interrupted by a discovery, a subterranean bunker that belonged to Jacob's grandfather, Abe. Clues to Abe's double life as a peculiar operative start to emerge, secrets long hidden in plain sight, and Jacob begins to learn about the dangerous legacy he has inherited, truths that were part of him long before he walked into Miss Peregrine's time loop. Now the stakes are higher than ever as Jacob and his friends are thrust into the untamed landscape of American peculiardom, a world with few embrains, I think I'm saying that right, or rules that none of them understand. New wonders and dangers await in this brilliant next chapter for Miss Peregrine's peculiar children. Their story is again illustrated throughout by haunting vintage photographs, but with a striking addition for this all-new multi-era American adventure full color. All right, so our next book is called Muse of Nightmares, and you guessed it, it is Strange the Dreamer, uh, the second one uh, by Lainey Taylor, published by Little Brown Book for Young Readers, and will be out October 2nd. And um, if you're not familiar with this, um, I have not read it myself, but it is a YA fantasy with LGBT representation. And it is described, In the wake of tragedy, neither Laszlo nor Sarai are who they were before. One a god, the other a ghost. They struggle to grasp the new boundaries of themselves as dark-minded Minya holds them hostage, intent on vengeance against Weep. Laszlo faces an, an unthinkable choice, save the woman he loves or everyone else, while Sarai feels more helpless than ever. But is she? Sometimes only the direst need can teach us our own depths. And Sarai, the muse of nightmares, has not yet discovered what she's capable of. As humans and Godspawn reel in the aftermath of Citadel's near fall, a new foe shatters their fragile hopes, and the mysteries of the Mesarthim are resurrected. Where did the gods come from, and why? What was done with thousands of children born in the Citadel nursery? And most important of all, as forgotten doors are opened and new worlds revealed, must heroes always slay monsters, or is it possible to save them instead? Love and hate, revenge and redemption, destruction and salvation all clash in this gorgeous sequel to the New York Times bestseller, Strange the Dreamer. Okay, and last but not least, we have When We Caught Fire by Anna Godberson, and it is published by Harper Teen and will be out October 2nd. And if you're not familiar with her books, um, I've only ever read, I think, one series by her, which I actually never did finish, um, but they are really good if you um, like the genre. Um, but they are why. YA historical fiction romance, and uh, this one is another one of the, those genres, and oh yes, so the series she wrote was the Lux series, so if you've read that before and you really liked it, um, I would put this on your TBR shelf. 
And the synopsis is... It's 1871, and Emmeline Carter is poised to take Chicago's high society by storm. Between her father's sudden rise to wealth and her recent engagement to Chicago's most eligible bachelor, Emmeline has it all, but she can't stop thinking about the life she left behind, including her childhood sweetheart, Anders Magnuson. Fiona Byrne, Emmeline's childhood best friend, is delighted by her friend's sudden rise to the to prominence, especially since it means Fiona is free to pursue Anders herself. But when Emmeline risks everything for one final fling with Anders, Fiona feels completely betrayed. As the summer turns to fall, the city is at a tipping point. Friendships are tested, hearts are broken, and the tiniest spark might set everything ablaze. Sweeping, soapy, and romantic, this is a story about an epic love triangle. One that will literally set the city ablaze and change the lives of three childhood friends forever. Okay, so that concludes um, our first uh, podcast here. Um, If you really liked um, hearing all the latest book releases, like I said earlier, um, please go ahead and subscribe. I will be posting more like this. Um, I, I also plan on making some other, you know, topics for the other podcasts. So it won't be just book releases, but right now that's just what I'm starting off with. And, um, if you liked this, please, you know, like it, comment, share it, please. Um, if you want to follow me, I do have a blog and it is called whimsiesofanerdgirl.com. And I also have an Instagram and a Twitter. Um, I also have Pinterest and Facebook, but I'm mainly on Instagram and Twitter. So if you want to follow me there and uh, get the latest updates, you can do so. And um, if you have any suggestions for future podcasts, um, please feel free to comment or um, go to my blog. And I do have a contact section and... um, or unless you rather just, you know, straight up email me, it is whimsiesofanerdgirl at gmail.com. And if you are an author, um, I am trying to share a little bit more of indie authors or self-published authors um, just to get their name out there because I know how hard it is with social media right now um, for people, you know, to get their books in the eyes of their viewers or, you know, their intended audience. So if there's anything like of, the, um, of that nature, uh, please just give me an email or um, contact me on my socials. And I will get back with you as soon as I can. And um, I think that concludes this episode. So um, like I said, comment, share, uh, give me suggestions, um, anything you'd like to tell me. And I will see you in the next one. Have a whimsical day. Bye. See you next time.